Welcome to The Influenced Podcast. I'm Ella Dace, and after riding a workplace roller coaster, I was able to find my strength and motivation starting Ella Mazur Creative, a social media agency that coaches and manages businesses all over the world to take their Instagram to the next level. talk to you about the power of influence, how we learn from some and give to others. Hello, welcome back to another episode. Uh, this is my first episode back after having Navy, so very exciting. Um, if you are tuning in for the first time, my name is Ella and I am a social media manager and coach. And today I am joined by the beautiful Mon who has the most amazing online baby store or children's store. She has stunning things, which if you go and have a look, you can see it's very, very much my vibe. Navy has quite a lot of things from your beautiful store. So thank you so much for joining me today. No worries. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here and congrats on becoming a mama on International <sighs> Women's Day and you've got your own little girl. Yes. So exciting. <laughs> um, and thank you so much for rescheduling. We had this planned a couple of weeks ago, but Navy decided to come a little bit early. So Yes. I was actually one of the first to know, I think, yeah. when I got the email. They were like, we're just letting you know Ella's gone into labor, so we're going to have to postpone. I'm like, that's totally fine. <laughs> Imagine if you were like, how dare you? Yeah. Imagine if I was like, no, can we just quickly do it now? Uh, yeah. I mess I was um, going into labor, going into the hospital, and I messaged my amazing VA, Amy, and I was like, oh, my gosh, you have to tell everyone that has bookings with me on Monday because I'm not going to be able to do them. Yes. In the email, she's like, please keep this discreet. I'm like, no, I'm going to go post it on stories. <laughs> Oh, well, thank you so much for joining me. Um, I know that you have three beautiful children and an amazing business. So did you want to tell us a little bit about that? A little bit about that? Yeah, well, um, I do. I have three children. I have a son, Nixon. He's six and a half. Um, My daughter, Camilla, she's three and a half. And my youngest son, who was a surprise, his name's Lenny. He's 15 months old. Um, so yeah, I own Woven Kids. Um, I'm married. I've been with my hubby for, mm, since 2011. So we just had our wedding anniversary on the weekend. We're seven years married. So we went and stayed at a little hotel to celebrate. So that was oh, nice. Fun. Yes. Um, but yeah, I've, I've had Woven Kids now for almost three years. Um, my daughter was maybe eight months old when I started it. I actually got made redundant from my job. Um, and I had been in the corporate world for years. Um, so when that happened, I was like, you know what, this is like a sign to do something that I want to do and invest this money into building something that, you know, is flexible with your lifestyle. As you know, being a working mom is tough and it's tough to fit everything in. Um, so I guess I wasn't after a sort of job where I had to be there nine to five Monday to Friday, which is what I'd always done. Um, I wanted something flexible. So yeah. yeah. How did you know that this is what you wanted to do? Did you always have this sort of in the back of your mind or did it come to you after reflection? Um, So I did actually a course. I did a fashion design course when I was 18. Um, I'd always loved fashion and clothing and designs. And, um, yeah, so I did that when I was quite younger. But 
I never really wanted to do anything children's wise. Like I always wanted to have my own label. And then it wasn't until I had my daughter that obviously had a baby girl and there's, you know, so many beautiful things for them. And I just sort of started thinking of designs that I could think that other people would like. And I just sort of, I'd started creating that before I got made redundant. So it was almost like I manifested it in a way because Mm -hmm. I was like, had this beautiful daughter and I was like, you know, struggling to find cool cut sheets that were sort of like, you know, not like fairies and unicorns, not that there's anything wrong with those prints. But for me, I wanted to sort of have some neutral stuff and yeah, I guess it, it turned from wanting to be a fashion designer and, you know, doing that course in, when I was younger and then that redundancy and it sort of just joined together. Yeah. Amazing. I know one of my friends sent me some of your stuff ages ago. This is, um, maybe when I was six months pregnant, she was like, this has got you written all over it. And I was (laughs) like, quickly went onto your Instagram and I was like, I I must have it all. (laughs) Yes. I love that. Yeah. We do have a lot of girl mums on our page. Um, we try, like we try cater for like the neutral side and the boys as well, but it's definitely like quite, quite heavy with the girls. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I feel like there's been a lot of girl babies lately as well. Like I feel like every pregnancy I've seen or like announcement, like I just feel like this last year and a half has just been like the era for baby girls. I don't know why. (laughs) Yeah. I've had so many friends that are pregnant as well. And we've all had our babies within like two weeks of each other. Yeah. Which is just nuts. Um, That's cool. Most of them have been boys around me. So Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny how it changes like that. Like back when I had my son, I feel like lots of my friends had girls and all my mum dates, like it was girls. And then it's crazy how it switches around. But yeah, we do, we try to cater for everyone. Like we try to have the cute girly stuff and then the neutral stuff for the mums who aren't finding out. And then we try to have like, you know, the little bit more to the boy style. So it's quite like, it's fun, but it's challenging to cater for everyone in their pregnancies. Yeah, for sure. And even I wanted to keep a lot of stuff neutral just because I know we're going to, we're going to definitely want to have a second baby and you just don't know what the gender is. And I'd love to reuse everything. And exactly, I remember being in one store um, and being like, oh, I just want neutral things. And she was like, oh, like just really questioning why I'm like, no, not because I'm letting the baby choose its own gender. Yeah. <laughs> because, yeah. because you want to reuse it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I totally get that. But then we have like those girl mom customers that are like, give me the pink, give me the frills, give me the bows, like give it all to me. So mm-hmm. like we try, you know, seashells are very neutral print and, you know, we use that a lot across a lot of our items. Um, so, I mean, a seashell could be put on a boy or a girl, but then we have the odd piece with the frill and the odd piece with the bow because we know that there's those mums that are like, I'm having a girl, let's go hard. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong, I still have some really girly things because yes. it's too cute and you just can't say no to some of the stuff, but most of the stuff that we've got is nice and white and yep. neutral. Yeah, Smart. Like, grandma's got lots of pinks for her, so that's fine. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> so three kids and running a business, how how do you manage this? Because, I'm, I mean, I'm only four and a bit weeks in. Um, I'm very sleep deprived and... I don't know, like, I feel like at this point I actually would have a lot of discovery calls from mums that are on maternity leave and they're questioning going back to their jobs, going back to um, what they want to do. So it's amazing that you had your baby girl. So you you already had your little boy 
had your little girl and then decided or made got made redundant started your business yeah. so how do you do it that's probably like to be honest the most common question I get from like mums who are yeah you know deep in the pits of motherhood and struggling to bloody get out the door to the park like I and I, I don't, I don't purposely share to make that like, I, it's not easy. It's hard. Mm. Um, but I think the key to it is having support if you can. So whether that's like, my parents are amazing. They have my kids twice a week, um, so that I can have dedicated work days. And I think that's been the biggest struggle with three kids. Like I'm so busy working in the business and just trying to get the orders out and, you know, just cut, chuck some Instagram posts up so that the algorithm doesn't forget me and, you know, reply to emails and reply to DMs. Like I'm so busy doing that, that I don't have time to work on the business and, you know, create new things and, you know, get samples, which is why I started because that's, that's the side of things I love. So I think support's like number one, if you can, if you can invest in kindy or like your partner or your parents to help out, that makes the world of difference. Um, other little tips that I have is like the slow cooker. That's an amazing thing that I lean on regularly. So you just chuck it on in the morning and then you go on about your day. You forget about it. So when you get home, dinner's ready. So last night we had spag bowl in the slow cooker. So I put it on at nine by five o'clock. It'd been cooking for eight hours and I just had to cook the pasta. Um, so something as little as that like helps amazingly. Um, you know, and don't get me wrong, my table's full of washing right now, but at least it's washed. I just do a load every night and I just try to make that part of my routine. Um, doing a massive house cleanup before I go to bed as well, I find really helps like just putting the toys away, putting a dishwasher on so that when you wake up, it's not chaos. Um, my son's in school, so I try to pack his lunch the night before. And I also pack my older kids, the snack box as well. So that, in the morning or in the daytime, um, I'm not constantly making them snacks because I did forget to mention, I actually work from home. So all my stocks here at my house and most of the time when I'm packing orders, two out of three or sometimes three out of three of my kids are with me. So yes. And I, I love everything that you have as well. I just did a little order because none of the shoes or none of the socks fit Navy. So I ordered the little booties with the yes. bows. So yep. they came and they're very cute and I can't wait for it to Aww. cool down a little bit. But um, there were some really good tips. And I'm also so <laughs> grateful for my parents because yes. and, and Butts as well because they've been a massive help so yep. far. They're doing all the washing, which is really yes. nice. Yep. Um, but I'm sure we'll take that over soon. <laughs> it's relentless. The washing is like, I swear I'm going to drown in my washing one day. I'm like, how does five people wear this much clothes? Like I need to start working out who the culprit is and like interrogating them. I think it's my daughter. She wears like four outfits a day. So she's probably, she's probably the main issue. <laughs> I mean, I thought it was a lot when it was just me and Bart and I was like, Bart, you need to start giving me so much washing to do. It's all yeah. his business shirts and all of his underwear. And I was like, how do you go through so much in one week? Yeah. And my husband's a tradie. So like, I feel like he wears his work clothes and then he comes home and wears normal clothes. And I'm like, it just builds up really quick over five days. Cause you've got one set of work clothes every day and then you've got one set of normal clothes every day. So he's really inconveniencing me right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. I feel like there'd be a lot of um, mums listening that also either have a business or they really want to start a business. How did you go about starting? Well, I guess the redundancy was the first piece. I was quite lucky to have like 
a large amount to sort of invest and do Mm. quite a big collection. But even if you're just starting with one product, like it's super easy to keep, you know, the the spend low and start a business. So for example, if you wanted to start, I don't know, baby socks and you wanted to bring out a range of baby socks. So the first, I guess, place to start is working out where you want to have them made. So there's Bali, there's China, there's India. Um, so uh, just a quick Google search, you know, baby sock manufacturer and just go through, start chatting to some factories, um, about, you know, your designs and what colors you want and what sizes you want. I think the most important thing that I've learned along the way is to, before you order samples and start to go down like the sampling path, first, make sure you can commit to their minimum order because some factories, like they want you to buy like 50,000 pairs of socks. Mm. And it's just like, that's just not going to be realistic for someone starting out. You want to start really low. Um, so yeah, I guess the first point is make sure that before you spend money on, you know, it's normally like 50 to a hundred us dollars to get a sample made in, in like a custom design or custom colors. So yeah, first point, make sure you can afford the minimum costs. Otherwise you're spending money on samples, you're wasting time, you know, three weeks later, your samples arrive and you're ready to order. And then all of a sudden it's 50,000 pairs of socks. So, um, that's like one thing I've learned. Cause I used to just jump straight in and be like, yep, let's get a sample. I love it. Ready to order. And then they'd be like, cool. It's like, you know, 10,000 teethers. And I'd be like, Oh, okay. Well, no. <laughs> um, so that's the first point, I guess, is just finding someone that, that can, start low, um, obviously getting the sample, making sure the quality is good, washing it, wearing it, um, testing it, like give it to your friends to try. I've got a lot of my friends that I give stuff to or that, you know, I, I send them photos of things and say, or even customers, like I've sent a sample photo to a customer the other week saying, do you like this? What do you think of it? Like just get people's feedback and, Mm -hmm. um, get their ideas. And that way in the sample like stage, you can, you can implement changes. You can, like you can change the sizing if needed. Um, even just a quick, like go around the shops and see for sizing. So we do all of our own size charts and everything. So, you know, if you were bringing out baby socks, just go to like your generic big W Kmart target and just have a look at the sizes and make sure that yours sort of seem right fit, um, for socks. Mm. And then, yeah, I guess, once you've invested that money, I think a really powerful thing to invest in is your content. So, um, we use the same photographer for all of our, um, shoots. So we get the samples first, we shoot the samples with our photographer first so that we have all of the content ready to go. So that once we place that order, we've already got our media kit there. We've already got, you know, beautiful images that are ready to go on the website. Um, and then influencers. So like we've used a couple in the past, we've used Brittany Noonan. She was really lovely, really like following her. Um, we've used like, I actually met her at a caravan park. Her name's Jules Coffee, and she's a mama of three as well. And she's also a small business owner. She created a pregnancy planner. It's called your mindful mama. And it's, it's this beautiful planner that takes you right through pregnancy to birth. Um, and anyway, long story short, I met her at the caravan park, with her three kids and I had my three kids and she'd previously purchased off me before. Um, but she's another in, like, well, I guess influencer that I love to follow. And yeah, she often shares our things, which is really nice. Um, but that does help you get your name out there and get your brand out there, I guess. Um, yeah. I think people really okay. un- underestimate the power of influencers, especially if you find the right ones. 
Totally. I totally believe in them. And back when we first started, we used to send oh, like 30 or 40 packages a month to like mums that create content and, you know, do that. And I haven't really had time to like, like reorganize that stuff lately. And yeah. like, A, I just either don't have the stock to give or like B, I just, I'm time poor, but it is something like often I have mums that you know, I like their content and I'll, I'll chat with them on Instagram and be like, Hey, I'll send you a few um, pieces just to grab some photos in if I like their, if I like their feed and their aesthetic, but it's a very powerful way to grow your business because, you know, people are creating content and getting your brand out there. And yeah, most of the time it's just your product. That's what you have to give. Like some of them do paid. We have done a couple paid contents, um, which is, you know, they've got quite a great reach and, and a good following. So like always happy to invest in that as well. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, I think influencers are very underrated and they work so hard. Like, have you ever tried to get a baby in an outfit smiling and get the shot? And then the time they spend editing it, like, wow. Oh my God. Just even getting <laughs> yeah. the clothes on. Yeah, totally. Like I'm not that aesthetic mum. Like I'm good at making the clothes and, and you know, like I just am not that my kids don't even sit still for a photo for me. Yeah. I've been struggling <clears throat> to get a nice, like nice photos in different outfits. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. Cause she's yeah. just such a regular. Yeah. And like my house is nine times out of 10, like a bomb site. So like, I don't know, I feel like these content creators, like they've got nice houses and they're really clean mm. and they've got like the whole neutral aesthetic and yeah, like that's just, yeah, that's I would rather give someone the product. That's yeah. why you have to charge because you have to clean first before yeah. you even take any photos. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. A lot goes into it behind the scenes and people does, yeah. like, I get sent a bit of stuff also for the business so we create user-generated content and then send it back to people and some people like I'm happy sometimes to do it for exchange depending on what it is but yeah. I think people really underestimate how much time and effort goes into actually creating something because you do need to really clean the house first before yeah. you create any content and that I think that um takes longer than creating the content Oh, absolutely. Like it's crazy. I just, I, I think that they are a very underrated job. Like when you see how much goes into what they do, it's like, yeah, that takes a special type of person to be able to juggle that. Like there's no way I'd be able to fit that in with my life. I remember doing some coaching for a, um, a mum influencer and she said her biggest struggle was to take a photo when her baby was smiling. So she, she might have this photo set up for the whole day and then just to take one photo where she's like looking at the camera and smiling and like, it's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot. (laughs) Totally. But yeah, we also get the other side of it. Like I've sent a couple packages to people and you know, like I'm pretty loose on agreements. Like I'm, I'm quite like, you know, I trust, I trust people. So, you know, there has been instances where I've sent things and, I've got nothing back. And then it's like, I actually forget about it. And then I remember like two months later and I'll, 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 you know, mess, give them a message and I don't want to be annoying, but like I'll message them because, you know, I sent them stock for content and yeah, some of them we haven't heard back. So that is a bit of a risk you take as a business owner. If you don't have like a clear, you know, mm-hmm. guideline around what you expect and when you expect it by, um, but yeah. I've definitely been ghosted before and, and never got content. Yeah. <laughs> 
I felt so, so bad because that was almost me. I went into uh, labor and I was meant to supply a reel like the following week, but I, I hadn't received the product yet. So I was waiting for the product to come. I was coming on the Monday and then I was meant to create that reel and I felt so bad because it was for a launch of that product and I was like, I feel so bad. I oh, can't deliver. No. Well, but, look, you can be forgiven. <laughs> yes. <laughs> having a baby. Yeah, exactly. I was like, please don't hate me, but I can't do this. But. No, yeah, and that's what I mean. Like I'm very loose with timelines. Like if I send mm-hmm. if I send something, I'm fine to get it like a month later. Like it's no rush unless it's something that's like, you know, launching. But, yeah, I have had the odd the odd few that I've just never, never heard back from. Yeah. What are you working on now? At the moment we are – so we've actually placed – a order for our autumn winter we've just sort of scaled back this year yes I know it's exciting (laughs) but we've scaled back a lot this year um so we do have um just some restocks coming of our most popular items but we do have two new um I'll share them two new waffle zippies coming um in two beautiful prints so they are already in um production right now so we've we've got the samples we've done the shoot um we've gone out to our stockists to say yeah we've got this coming um there's two ways you can do the pre-order so like some brands I know they only carry enough for them and then they'll place the stockist pre-orders on top. But mm. for me, I have to order the whole roll of fabric anyway because I custom print all of my fabric. So whether or not um, I get the pre-orders, I'm still ordering it myself. So I guess that's sort of easy for a stockist because it's like, oh, I don't have to pre-order. I can pre-order in stock. But mm. we have cut back a lot just because I, I just don't have the room. Firstly, I can't carry as much as I as I could previously because we've actually moved houses um, and I'm just not really ready to commit to a warehouse because, yeah. you know, imagine me dragging kids to a warehouse where there's nothing to do, like, and just I get just them to pack orders. Yeah, fully, you guys. <laughs> you got to pay rent somehow. <laughs> so I guess I'm in a little hard spot because, like, I'm running out of space because, as you've seen, we 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 carry a, a big range of items. We carry yeah. teethers, dummy cases, drink bottles, clothing, blankets, swaddles, headwear, booties, knitwear. Um, the list goes on. Milestone discs. So that's like a big range to sort of store. So yeah, long story short, we do have two new waffle zippies coming for autumn winter, um, plus like a blanket restock and a swaddle restock. Yeah. But we won't be doing our sort of big collections, which what we've previously done. We're just going to like stick to the basics and just do some little restocks as we go. I'm excited. I'm yeah, definitely going to order some stuff. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Let me They're know when, pre-order, when pre-orders are open because I'm – yeah, I can't wait to build up her winter wardrobe. Yes, for sure. Mm. Yay. Um, what would you say are some of your most popular items? So our top, I actually looked at this. Um, we did some reporting like a couple of weeks ago just to work out when we're reordering because obviously when you run out of lots of things at once, it's like ready. Like I can't order it all at once. I just yeah. need to like stagger it. So we actually did some reporting and we looked at our top three sellers from last year so the number one was our seashell waffle waffle zippy um so that was our best seller so we've obviously reordered that plus we've done two new styles in that same zippy um our second was our daisy drink bottle which is sold out currently um we do have more stock on the way 
um, I was actually like surprised. Um, I think we sold 300 of them in like 10 days or 12 oh. days. So it was nuts. Um, but a lot of mums bought them for themselves. Yeah. <laughs> which is Would really you say cute. Most of your traffic comes from Instagram then. So do you launch it on Insta and then they come from there or do you also use EDMs? Um, we do. Yes. So we do. We've got our mailing subscribers. I think I have about 3000 um, email subscribers, which took a really long time to get by the way. Yeah, it does. Like you gotta, yeah, you gotta work for those. And like, even out of that 3000, so many people don't open it or yeah. like your emails might go to spam. I don't know, but we were, I worked really hard to get that 3000. Yeah. Um, so we do that. Plus we do Instagram. Um, and plus we have stockers. So I think we have at the moment around 50 stockists wow. that carry our items. Um, Amazing. But it's a range of items. So like some of them do clothing, some of them do just like the accessories, um, some of them just like the swaddles. So it's quite hard to like narrow it. Like I don't have a stockist that carries everything, but the drink bottles went off um, with the stockist too. So we had like one stockist ordered like 60 drink bottles in one go, Wow, um, which is crazy. So they're on the way back in stock. And then our third top seller was our Daisy Teether. So it's the white one with the yellow in the middle. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, they were our top three. Yeah. I had your shell out with the booties and mom's like, what's this? I'm like, it's a shell yeah. teether. Yes. Mm. And, you know, teethers are such a great gift. And I think, like, our teethers are so popular because, like, it's just something that is for when the bub's a little bit older. Um, and, you know, you'll probably remember at your – baby shower your sprinkle or your ceremony whatever you had you get a lot of like clothes and swaddles and like blankets and all that stuff for when they're young but not often do you get things for when they're that little bit older Mm. um so I think that's why the teethers are really popular because uh, my kids teethed at like four months they were quite early um yeah so you might not be far off (laughs) yeah well we're one month down (laughs) yes she's already just changes so much every day yeah, it's crazy. Hey, it's the fastest time. Like people always tell you like, you know, it goes so fast, it goes so fast, but you actually don't realize till you have your baby. And then you're like, oh my God. Like, yeah. I think I read a, an article the other day that says like, you only have five weeks of having a newborn. Like once they're five weeks old, they're not really a newborn anymore. I've got one week left. <laughs> I know. Yeah. It's crazy. I honestly feel like she's about to start talking, like the way she looks at me. I'm like, she's yeah. about to say something. <laughs> yes. It's crazy how quick it goes. Like, and I really felt that on my last baby, like, and you probably feel this, but when you're a business owner, you don't really get that mat leave that yeah. you get in previous jobs. You know, my last two kids, I was in an office. I had dedicated time off where I could just sit on the couch and just be in my newborn bubble and, like sleep all day and not really look at my phone and not worry about it. And that third time around, I was like packing orders, like, and I had a C-section. So I was like up walking, packing orders on like the fifth day after my C-section. Like I literally just got home from hospital and my husband was like, don't do that. Like you're a psycho. You're going to like bust your stitches open, like sit down. And he like tried to take over, but it's just the OCD in me. Like I want help, but you're doing it wrong. (laughs) Like I need to pack the orders. Oh man, I I know exactly yeah. how how that feels. Um, yeah, it's almost like you feel like it's really unfair as well. Like 
yes, yeah. you you want that time with your baby and you want to have a regular mat leave, but also your business is your baby too. Yeah. So, and you can't just not pack orders and not, or not reply to emails or not get back to clients. Like it's like, you feel, you feel selfish for even complaining about it, but it's just like a totally different experience when you do have a baby and you're self-employed versus when you're on paid mat leave and you're an yeah. employee, you know, it's two totally different, um, ball, ballparks. And I really felt it on my last one. Like I was like, it was bittersweet. I knew this was my last baby. I'm never going to get this time again, yeah. but I also have a business to look after and two yeah. other kids as well. I had to have a Reiki, so I got to have a Reiki session the other um, night because I was really struggling with this um, and I was just in that headspace of, do I just close the business because this isn't fair? Yes. Like I just I just yeah. want this time with her. It's like yes. I feel just really hard done by that it's been taken away from me. Um, I don't think I've mentioned anywhere on the second day after giving birth, I had one of my girls resign which oh I did see that on your stories yes and you're like I can't be mad I can't be mad but also so mad (laughs) yes totally um which really really sucked because it just meant that the time that I did have scheduled to be with her I couldn't do it so I had I had to step in and then also my like she's amazing my VA is just like incredible this woman what she's done for me um she stepped up big time to really help out with clients and work and things that she's not supposed to do. She was just doing to help, which was incredible. Um, and most clients were very understanding, but then there were those select few that weren't. So it did really show those people that were aligned with the business and people that aren't. Yeah, totally. And that's the thing, like, I feel like, you know, when you are struggling, if you do have that support network, like I was mentioning earlier to step up and help you, it makes running a business like a hell of a lot easier because you've got that like little nest of people to rely on and to come in and help you. Even, even if it's not in there, you know, what they're, what they're meant to do. If they just like, I mentioned my mum earlier, she'll literally come over, fold my washing, do my dishes, like entertain my kids while I pack a couple orders and then she'll take them to her house so I can do school run on my own and get them later. Like she's like a saviour. Yeah. <laughs> but you need those people that want to step up and help you, you know? Yeah. My mum's doing the same and I know that Bart's getting a little bit annoyed and he's like, why is she here all the time? I'm like, <laughs> well, you're not doing the things that she's doing. <laughs> That's why. We- we sold our house um, last year in June. Um, it was really bittersweet because that was the house that we took all of our babies home to. And we were sort of in between, like we, we had the money to buy, but we didn't want to buy in obviously like a really high market. So we went mm. to live with my parents for three months. Aside from the like sleeping arrangement. So my husband was literally in a bunk bed with my two, <laughs> like with my daughter and my son. And then I was down the end in like a double bed with the baby and if it wasn't for that one issue, we would have stayed there like forever. It was the best. Like even my husband didn't want to leave. Like we just gave my mom grocery money. So she'd just cook extra on top of like what she was cooking. But like she did our washing, like she got a cleaner every week. So she's like, oh, just chuck in 50 bucks if you want, like if you want just for the cleaner. And then you guys don't have to do much. We were like, take our money. <laughs> take the $50 yeah. like the cleaner is worth it but we had the best time there and our kids absolutely loved it and I just 
I just would not be alive without my mum as Mm -hmm. an adult. Like I just, Mm -hmm. we didn't want to leave, but then the room situation, just the squishiness, like it was Mm -hmm. definitely one room short. Um, so yeah, we relocated and we're just renting for a bit until the market sort of dies down. But yeah, I, I would live with my mum in a heartbeat. You like, you're dying to move out of home when you're a teenager. Yeah. And now I'm older. Whenever I speak to teenagers, I'm like, stay with your mum as long as you can. Yeah. I know my mum would stay have with. us move in with her in a heartbeat. Totally. It's yeah. the best. Yeah. Love it. We did move. We, we lived with her for well Bart Bart was meant to move in for a month because he was looking for somewhere to rent this was before we got married and he ended up staying for three years oh my god love that (laughs) until we moved into our place together yes it's Uh, the best yeah like what would we do without our mums they're the best and the craziest thing is I think when um when I was in hospital after giving birth and you're just so obsessed with your baby I'm like this yeah. is how you felt about me or this is how you feel about me. I know. You know, that's so crazy because every time I have a baby, the first person I want to see is my mum <laughs> because I'm like, oh, my God, like I get it now. Like I totally get that love that like you are told about your whole life and you just hold this tiny baby and then you're like, oh, my God, my mum was right. Like I see it and I feel it and, yeah, I'm never going to have that again. It's all gone for me. <laughs> mm. Yeah, I had, I when we had Navy, I was like, okay, I'm ready for a couple more. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. You always have, like, the minute you have one, you're like, okay, this is, like, really hard to not have another one. Like, if it, if I wasn't, like, drowning in my life, I would probably consider a fourth. But I'm like, to my husband, go and get the snip before, like, <laughs> anything happens. Because our third was, like, a total accident. We were, like, happy with two. And I, like, I don't regret the third at all. Like I love my son. He's so beautiful. I couldn't imagine life without him, but three is 15. Like any mothers listening to this that have three kids will be like, preach like three is nuts. Yeah. Oh, you can hear her in the background. Oh, little Navy. Yeah. Um, which I should probably go and yes, totally tell understand. But thank you so much for sharing your story with no, us. you're welcome. Um, thank you for nice having me. have a chat. Yes. And um, I'll be placing an order very, very soon. So oh, thank you so much. <laughs> uh, enjoy, enjoy your day and happy International Women's Day. Yes, happy International Women's Day. <laughs> Did you want to let everyone know where they can find you? Yes, so um, we're just... Well, we're primarily online, so it's www.wovenkids.com. Um, and if you jump onto our website, we do have a stockist page where you can locate um, a stockist near you and shop in store with them. Amazing. And I highly mm-hmm. recommend going to have a look because they are beautiful pieces. <laughs> Thank Otherwise, you. I will chat to you in my next episode. Bye. Thank you. Bye.